is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios on the Fort Worth Armory. Platinum microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. 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 Ah, here we go. Hour two, Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. The Sig Sauer Studios have relocated to very beautiful Naples, Florida, where it's sunny and hot. Not warm. Sunny and hot. Love that. Haven't experienced that in quite a while. Miss living in Florida. I really do. Greg down in Dallas, Texas. Oh, I said that. Over in Dallas, Texas. Definitely over in Dallas, Texas, where I'm sitting right now. So I kind of blew that one. Uh, That's all right. I'm doing just Uh, fine. Fort Worth Armory, Mike, is on fire in this hour, and all of it's being brought to you by X Insurance. X has offices in Naples, by the way. I've been in them, and I've actually broadcasted from them. We're not going to be doing that this week because they're busy out, I think, uh, doing a summit in Palm Springs, educating people about their products. All right. So make sure to check out X Insurance. But, uh, Greg, you recall when we broadcasted from their beautiful – they have a beautiful facility right down by the water. Gorgeous stuff. X Insurance is the real deal. So – you know, in the previous hour, I was doing the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Okay. And I, I'm going to ask you to tell people where to go, if because we're not on video today because of the remote studio. We'll be back on video on, on Friday. But I just saw a meme in the chat that cracked me up. As I was talking about Kyle Rittenhouse in the previous segment of, of the last hour of the show, uh, not being, he's just not a spokesperson for CCW. He's not, he just isn't. Nope. He's, he's not a second amendment. to you know, spoke, he's a guy who used a gun, violated no laws in doing so was acquitted on bogus charges by a jury as he should have been and has a second amendment, right? But he is not a spokesperson for CCW and he shouldn't be. No, no. And and I don't mean that in a negative way. Like I said, I've met Kyle. I've talked to him. He's a he's a nice enough kid. I feel bad what he's going through, but I could argue and have before that. Well, you know, uh, the whole thing could have been avoided. Yeah, he's an advocate for open carry, but uh, depending on where he's, he's <laughs> yeah, I caught that in the last hour, by the way. But let me go back. <laughs> depend, I, just real quick, depending on where he's at, he could eventually be a concealed carry advocate. Okay, I yeah, that's a different show. Let's not even go there. Well, he's going to college somewhere, and it was Arizona, but I think he has shifted schools due Back to... In, he's in Texas? I think he is here in Texas, and uh, he okay. could certainly be, I believe, I think, I believe he could be a uh, concealed carry here pretty soon. Well, let me put it this way. He showed up at the Gun Rights Policy Conference, which he had every right to do, Sure, but he wasn't speaking there. He's not a speaker for that. Yeah. You know, as an advocate, uh, regardless, a nice enough kid. And the reason I mentioned Kyle Rittenhouse is that I would like you to tell people where to go and participate in the chat, even though they can't watch us today, because I, I saw a great meme in here. I'll tell you about that after you do that, Greg. How can people participate in the chat so I can see the things like I just did here and I'm going to tell you about in a second? Yeah, we post a lot of cool stuff over the chat, sometimes videos or articles that we are talking about on the show. So you will want to go to your app store, whether it's the uh iStore, what is that? What is the iPhone store called? Is it just the iPhone? Yeah, the, the App Store, I guess. App Store, okay. Head on over there or to your Google Google Play Store and pick up uh, the Telegram messaging app. Create your profile and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. 
There you go. And in the conversation during the break, I was perusing through some of the chats and I saw a fantastic meme, as I often do. Rittenhouse and Sandman agree to share joint custody of CNN. <laughs> so, yeah. Joint ownership. <laughs> hey, let's share custody of CNN. Yeah, I thought that was funny. But that's the kind of fun stuff you get over there. Uh, so go participate. All right, I'm going to tell you a story because I can and it fits. Uh, John Lott is quoted a lot over, I guess Washington Times did a piece on him, exposing the FBI's failures. Oh, no. Could it be? Shocking. The FBI, the FBI is not giving us the right numbers when it comes to CCW and defensive gun uses. Oh, no. No way. Could it be? They're not weaponized by any chance by the Biden administration, are they? Oh, no. Not possibly. Whoa, no. And certainly that ATIF group over there, they're the BATIF. BATIFI. They're not either, are they? The AFT. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they are. And this is more evidence of it. And this is why it angers me. Now, not that I would have been a stat anyway, because I didn't report what happened to me. Didn't have time. And what happened to me is likely what happens in most cases. That's why it's hard to get these numbers. But as a reminder, on November 18th in 2002, about two hours and 20 minutes north of where I sit here bringing you this program on the mean streets of Tampa, Florida, those of you listening in Florida know where Suitcase City is. I was driving through Suitcase City area, and in this particular case was at the corner of Nebraska and Fletcher. Those of you who have lived there for a long time know that to be the infamous Todd Theater corner. Because I was driving down Fletcher Avenue on my way to my office at about 6.20 in the morning, I noticed a what looked like an SUV. It was still dark. There was an SUV, what looked stopped in the right-hand lane as I was approaching the traffic light. Now, I would play this little game with myself driving to work because it was like a big rectangle. I could go straight and cross Nebraska, go under 275, and hang a left on North Florida because my office was at 12421 North Florida Avenue in the old... MCC building. Building is still there. It's just not the MCC building anymore. My partner and his father owned the building. Or, depending on what the light was doing and what traffic looked like, I could make a left there on Nebraska, go down a couple blocks, make a right, cut through the neighborhood and go under the interstate, and then make a right on North Florida. And at this particular point in time, traffic was backing up in that left lane. And I said, eh, I'll just wait it out and hit the light because there were already a lot of cars in the left-hand turn lane. When all of a sudden that SUV in the right lane roared to life and cut me off, pulled right in front of me, almost broadsided the driver door. I was in a brand new car, too. It was a 500 BMW thing, wasn't two weeks old. And I thought, Phew. when the driver exited the vehicle in front of me and a passenger got out of the other side and he started wrapping his hand in what appeared to be, Greg, like a white T-shirt or a towel of some sort, couldn't really tell. And pointed at me and mouthed some choice words as if it was my fault that he pulled in front of me and stopped and was now perpendicular and blocking traffic. He then went to the car off my front left bumper, tried to bash his way in the passenger window, and his buddy was jumping on the hood. I mean, jumping on the hood, pounding on the driver's door. They didn't get in that vehicle and they turned their attention towards me, at which point I drew my gun. And pointed it right at his chest as he was approaching my vehicle through the windshield. And that stopped them 
dare I say, dead in their tracks. Now, I never had to fire a shot because my gun did its job. Uh, Let's say this. Mr. Muzzle did its job and was enough to stop their actions. I never saw a weapon from them. But if you go back, we've studied this and, you know, disparity of force. I wrote about this in a column, and it later became a chapter in my book, first book, Lessons from Armed America. And I tell the story in great detail. But it was disparity of force where two people coming at me. I was blocked in traffic. Well, guess what? My daughter was two weeks old, and I was going home to my daughter. And because I had a gun that day, I'm convinced of it because I was there. My daughter will be 21 in November. She still has her dad, Greg, because I had a gun. My wife didn't wind up a young widow. And because I'm still around, my son would be born two years later. And he will be 19 in September. All because I had a gun. Now, traffic moved. Those guys took off. I don't know whatever happened to the woman in the car in front of me. Nobody did. There were, I just, and all, it was ironic because all of a sudden, as I was sitting there gathering my head as to what just happened, and as this unfolded in a span of seconds, cars were hitting their horns behind me, and I oddly found myself the one blocking traffic, and I kind of snapped out of it, put my gun on the seat, and went to my office. Left work at about noon that day with a splitting headache. The adrenaline dump was huge, and I went to a local overpriced, and I can name the gun shop now, and those of you in Tampa will likely remember it if you're old enough. It was Sonny's Gun Shop over on North Florida Avenue. It was in between my office and the Dodge dealership. Both of those places are now gone. But Sonny's was a very overpriced gun shop. I never liked the owner whatsoever, but he was like right there from the office. So from time to time, I'd walk in, and he'd gr- he's all grumpy, and I'd walk in and look at his guns and walk out and go, what a jerk. I'd never buy anything from that guy, except that day I did. I bought a revolver, Smith & Wesson revolver, for my wife's automobile that day because of what happened. Now, I never called law enforcement on that. I did speak to a law enforcement officer that was a good friend. I know I was well within my rights. I know if they had kept coming at me, if I had squeezed the trigger, I was within my rights. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some defensive gun uses like that. Many never reported like mine why the FBI doesn't like it, what the CDC just did about it, and John Lott, as he always does, exposes these weaponized agencies. We'll be back. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. 
At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense, make sure to check them out. DanielDefense.com. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here on the Fort Worth Armory microphone in the six-hour studios, all presented by X Insurance. Please make sure to go out of your way to support all of our partners. And by the way, the MyPillow stuff, they got some great stuff going on over there, really, really good prices. Make sure you use the AAR promo code as Greg is doing, as I'm doing, and pick up some of those new cooling pillows. It's a perfect time of year to do that. 
fun stuff, great prices, BOGOs going on over there, and the AAR promo code. It is a perfect time to say, hey, thank you for supporting the right to keep and bear arms. And you can do that with all of our partners. Heaven's Harvest, pick up the food, use the promo code AAR. Defender Coffee, same thing. Visit North American Arms. Send them an email. Let them know that you appreciate them sponsoring and partnering with Armed American Radio. Car Firearms Group, Sig Sourhead. Do you have a new Sig yet? Greg, guess what I'm carrying in Florida? Uh, your, uh, uh, SIG. your new SIG. Yeah, I was trying to remember which model it was. SIG. A P365. Yeah, that was it. P365. And I also brought my dad a really cool new holster. Guess by who? Uh, Crossbreed? <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> I, you know, I would be disappointed if you didn't pick up on that one. Oh, well. Woo. Yeah, he's got a uh, Smith & Wesson, the EZ, the 380. All right. All right. And, you know, my dad's going to be 84 years old tomorrow. That's why I'm, I'm down here. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And he's got that Smith & Wesson 380. It's perfect for him. Perfect for him. I was with him when he bought it. And I'll give a shout-out. Appalachian Gun and Pawn. Great stuff. Guys love you guys up there. They're generally playing the show right now as we're live in the gun shop. So if you are, hats off. Kudos to you guys. Appreciate it. All right. We have some, um, some news breaking right now. That requires my telling you about it because this is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. But I, I am not in a position to give you much analysis on this right now. I see a SCOTUS report here. It appears the Justice Department has asked the Supreme Court to overturn a Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals domestic violence gun ruling. Now, if you remember, this goes back to about a month to two months ago, if I remember correct. We're going to have to do some research. Remember, we're live, and I'm just catching this now. But there was a three-judge panel on the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in Texas that people ruled that people under a domestic violence restraining order could not lose their constitutional right to own firearms. In other words, they continue to retain their right to bear arms, finding that as part of the Bruin decision, that prohibiting them from doing so was unconstitutional under the Bruin decision. Why? Because of the historical context of the Second Amendment, the Fifth Circuit three-judge panel ruling said, and we couldn't find anything using the, the text of the Bruin decision. So Garland, now imagine this, Merrick Garland, he would have been on he would have been he would have mm. been one of your justices, all right? Keep that in mind. It's the only thing we could thank Mitch McConnell for. Uh, he's done a couple good things, but and this was definitely one of them. He sabotaged uh, you know, us in elections. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's done a lot of bad things, but in this case he kept this clown, this clown posse member and he is from uh from uh, from from attaining a seat, a seat on the Supreme Court, uh, Merrick Garland. But he did promise, and we did cover this, and we did discuss that there was no doubt they were going to appeal this ruling and try to ask the Supreme Court to overturn that three-judge panel deal. Now, this is going to require us to take some looking into it. I'm going to want to talk with Gottlieb about this, obviously, Greg. Yeah, sure. And find out. Clearly, we'll have more information. And I think what I'm going to do on this is just kind of hold off. Unless more news breaks on it tomorrow, I think I'll hold off on this until Sunday. I think that's the fair thing to do. Probably a good idea. Yeah. What it was, uh, let me look into this a little bit. Uh, just It was a man who was the subject quoting now. I don't even know where this is from. 
a civil protective order that banned him from harassing, stalking, or threatening his ex-girlfriend. Now, what did we just see happen in Gainesville? We talked about it in the first hour. Daddy went pow, pow. Bang, bang, went the nine. Bye, bye, criminal. Okay. Uh, But apparently this guy was the subject of a civil protective order that banned him from harassing, stalking, or threatening his ex-girlfriend and their child. And the order also banned him of course, from having firearms. That was part of the protective order. Well, and these orders are also ex parte, aren't they? Yeah, that's part of what I want to look at here. There's a little, there's a few questions I have. There's a three judge panel. How come it's not an in banc hearing? What's, what's the Justice Department doing here? What's the process here? Is the DOJ overstepping or seeking a Supreme Court step in without seeking a larger in banc panel? or the, a full panel uh, from, this, from the uh, Fifth Circuit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. It literally just went ding, went ding, as we're live on the air. So he was indicted by a federal grand jury, and he pled guilty. Police in Texas found a rifle and a pistol in the man's home. Now, remember, he was banned from having firearms, according to that protective order. He was indicted by a federal grand jury. He pled guilty. He later challenged the indictment. That's when we got into it. If you remember, we talked about this because it was down there, as AWR mm-hmm. says, in Texas. We started talking about it a couple months back. He challenged his indictment, arguing that the law that prevented him from owning a gun was unconstitutional. Now, this sparked a bigger conversation with us, Greg, about felons. And do you, you know, just because you're a felon doesn't mean you don't have a right to protect and defend your own life. Yeah, that's part of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. You I mean, you know, yeah. You don't forfeit that. You can be sitting in your home as a good little felon that hasn't been a felon in a long time and maybe turned your life around, but you're still a felon and somebody breaks into your home not knowing that you're a felon and you still have a right to defend your life. Or knowing you are because maybe you live in a poor area Mm -hmm. or a bad area and they think, well, hey, here's a guy that's uh, just a hardworking stiff that's been working for a lot of his life uh, and we know that he's got a criminal background. There's not going to be a firearm in that home. And he, you know, he has a, a nice enough vehicle. He probably has a nice television and other things in there that we might be interested in. Yeah, now you have the good felon who's turned his life around that's following the law, right? Sure. And the bad felon who's breaking in with a gun he shouldn't have. The Oh, I like that. The active felon. The active felon. And, yeah, I mean, this is an argument that is worthy of discussion. And we have discussed it on the program before. Yeah, that's typically what I advocate for is for people to understand that there are people that committed crimes a long time ago and have long been off of any kind of supervision and still need to defend their lives and their families because they do get married. They do move on with life. You better believe it. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you this guy's a good stalker and an honest guy. Well, and the reason okay. why I brought up the, the an ex parte is because just like the Erpos, it could, it's a, if it's an ex parte conference between a spouse and, uh, you know, a, a prosecutor or something and the judge and they get the uh, the order here without his input, then we have a well, situation I, here. I go to Nikki Gosa, right? She's a longtime guest on the program. I've known sure. her for many, many years, and she's a victim of a stalker who's doing time. That guy is continuing to harass her. Yep. So ex parte, did they, was the order, ex parte to those of you who might know means you're not present. The judge did this without you being present to defend yourself against this particular action against you, which is why we're always after red flag laws, because they're ex parte. 
somebody says something about you and the judge makes a decision. You're not even there. We'll continue the conversation right after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The 25th Anniversary K9 and the Venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research. The Classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR Biggest Finest Revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance. The Classics. Thompson. That's right. The Tommy Gun. The Incredible M1 Carbine and the one and only Classic 1911. Car Firearms. A family of brands standing for your family's freedom. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Defender Coffee, great stuff. Started my day with it today before catching a flight to beautiful Naples, Florida. And it is beautiful here. I, I miss I miss Florida. Home, sweet home. I won't sing anything for you, but welcome back inside the Six Hour Studios on the Fort Worth Armory, Mike, here in Naples, Florida. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. They have beautiful offices here in Naples, Florida, too, by the way. Xinsurance.com. Check out all of our partners. Check out Defender Coffee. Use the promo code AAR and get you some insurance as well. Greg and I were just having what was clearly a, a discussion worthy of on air during the break. Uh, you know, we tend to do that during the breaks. It's not fun and games. We're working. And we're figuring out where we're going, particularly when you have new stuff like this that's popping out here. Uh, we'll go back to the FBI and, and that in a minute. I kind of want to continue this conversation, Greg, a little bit. You brought up some great points. The whole felon thing, you and I have had this conversation both on air and off air before. We have. And as, as we were talking about previously, it doesn't matter who you are. You have a right to defend your life. I don't think any of us would argue if... You had uh, someone who we were talking in the sense, in kind of a humorous way, you've got the, the good felon. The felon is who has turned his life around, learned his lesson, did his time, cannot own a firearm. The guy's got a right to defend his life. It's that simple. Yep. And he's home alone, or maybe he's with his wife and his family, and, and someone breaks into the house and he doesn't have a gun. He's, he's allowed to use a brick and bash somebody's skull, and if it means staying alive and saving his family, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't disagree, and I'd also like to point out that a lot of people don't really seem to understand how many people with criminal records they may actually come across in life, because there are a lot of professions that allow for uh, ex felons to actually work for them most construction mm -hmm. jobs allow for it a lot of truck driving jobs allow for it surprisingly enough a lot of government contracting jobs also allow for it uh even some corporate jobs allow for it so i understand the nfl allows for it too and the nba allows some for it athletic too. professions allow <laughs> for it and they make their very rich former felons yeah and uh, the point huh, that i'm just that. trying to make is it's a lot more common than a lot of people think and you probably run across people in your day-to-day -day life that you would never expect that may actually be and so these people all deserve to defend their lives and their families' lives as well. And so the lifetime ban and the uh, the prohibition is, uh, in this day and age, with the rate of crime that is happening, uh, like we discussed in the previous segment, you know, a guy that's gone on about their life, they're married, they uh, they uh, they have a wife and kids, or maybe they're, they're single and yet they have a nice oil field job where they make a lot of money and they get to buy nice toys and they like to... Uh, have a decent looking home, maybe in a part of town because they can't get an apartment somewhere or they 
uh, can't live in certain neighborhoods because of background checks, and so they have to live in maybe a lower standard of living uh, around people that uh, you know might be uh, idolizing the toys that they have collected and might get robbed every now and then. Or and well, let's go a step further, though, okay? Because look, we know what the statistics are. These people we know from stats and, and many years of research have a high rate. Of recidivism. There is That's some recidivism, fact. yes. Now, let me let me put it this way. I don't want a guy coming inside my home with a key, maybe when I'm not there, or for that matter, if I'm not there and my wife and kids are there, bug spraying my home that's got a track record, my leg deep. Sure. Of felony convictions. No, I don't want that guy there. Maybe he did turn his life around. Good for him. Turn it around somewhere else. I don't want you in my home. Well, here's the... All right, now, now let's, let's get real here. We could go really, really far down this rabbit hole, but there are different levels of felonies. As I've often said on the show, and as you and I have discussed before, I have had all use real life. Anytime I can use real life in my own life, I'm going to do it. I remember looking at a smoker from a guy a number of years ago, not too far from the ranch. Now, the guy's out of business now. I noticed that he went out of business and retired about a year ago. Crazy Richard, we called him. But this guy built really good, beautiful, top quality, huge smokers. Designed and built him. He was, in, he was, just, he was an artist with his, with his steelwork. And he asked me years ago, Greg, I don't know if I've told this. I think I've told this before on the air. But he asked me, he says, I, I know what you do, man. I, I hear your radio show. I'm wondering if you know an attorney might be able to help me get my rights restored. And I said, well, I'm, I guess you're telling me that you've got a felony conviction. He said, yeah, yeah, I, I do. I said, violent felony? What kind of, what kind of crime? He said, yeah, I did seven years. Um, and I asked him again. He was kind of hesitant. I said, what'd you do? He said he shot a guy in the knee because he wouldn't get down in, to his commands during an armed robbery. I said, have a wonderful day and bought a barbecue smoker from somebody else. Okay, and I don't blame you for that. In that, I don't, I don't want anything to do with this. this. I don't, you know. Now, did he do his time? Was it twenty years ago? Is he turned his life around? Maybe. Go find an attorney. Do what you do, and you you fight that battle on your own. Okay, and I think most Americans would agree with me. But then there's that libertarian in me that says, "Hey, this guy did his time. He paid his dues. He did his entire sentence. He's been out of the slammer for twenty years." So there's that. Yep. But there was a firearm used during the commission of a violent felony. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not forgetting this because I asked Greg this during the break. Let's have a conversation with the guy who can't walk because he got his leg shot off during the commission of that crime. Yep. Let's have a conversation with that guy. Okay. So I'm, this is a complicated issue, Greg. Yeah, I was going to say, I've often heard the art, the argument also from people like when you bring up the let's go talk to the victim. Um, the statement also should be made that the court prescribed a punishment and the guy did the punishment and he's passed the punishment, paid all his dues, did all his time, everything, all of that. Uh, the victim no longer has any kind of uh, uh, voice in this because now it's just between uh, the state and the convicted criminal and their specific well, you're, you're, rights. I can't argue with that. I, I, I could easily, that's true. Because at some, somewhere, some point, something's got to end. There's got to be a line drawn somewhere. Correct. At some point, you've paid your due. 
You've answered for the crime, the punishment the state meted out on behalf of that victim, and it was done. Now, our laws say, and there is a lot of people aren't going to like to hear this, but there is historical context going back to the Justice Department seeking to overturn that Fifth Circuit three-judge panel ruling in this domestic violence case. There is some historical context there. So it will be interesting to see how this works. But I'm going to tell you this. Let's go back to Crazy Richard. If somebody broke into his metalworking shop while he was in there building a smoker and tried to violently rob him, I would hope that uh, Crazy Richard would pull out one of his maybe fireplace pokers and use it to defend his life because he certainly has the right to do that. Yeah, it's a tough situation. It is. There's no doubt about it. It is a fascinating conversation, and it's it's one worth having maybe down the road. But I think in this but, context we're talking about, we're talking about misdemeanor uh, charges, not felony charges. That's and, true, and, and we're talking about a domestic violence case that I'm sure this guy would argue maybe. I, and again, I'm not taking – I don't know anything about him. That's why I want to reserve judgment on this. I don't know enough about what he did. Uh, but it seems like he's trying to fight these things, and he has every right under our system to do that, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so it, it remains to be seen. Um, you know, it's like, I, that's why we go to these red flags. Uh, ex parte, so bad. Turn the Constitution upside down. Our entire system of jurisprudence gets turned on its head. Literally turned on its head and dropped. Yep. When you are being charged with something, or not being charged with a crime, let me correct myself. Accused. Accused of something and you don't even know it and it results in the loss of your constitutional rights, your human rights, because your civil rights, because someone you might not even know heard something that scared them. They were scared of something. Yeah, that's, that's bad news. Bad news. So this is going to be interesting to see what happens here. Uh, that's what we know about it so far. But it, that is a fascinating conversation. Always has been. And it's really easy to see both sides of this. So talking about it at some point down the road, maybe we'll talk about it some more. Or maybe we'll just say, hey, we already did on this show. If you want to listen to it, go back and listen to the March 21st show. We'll be right back. The whole purpose of gun ownership is self-defense. And that's that. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. 
the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR biggest, finest revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Now, back to the show. Make sure to get on that Daniel Defense email list. I got another email today I saw. I haven't had a chance to get at it yet, but I know what it's referencing. It's referencing the one I told you about about a week ago with that new secret build. Which, by the way, only I believe a hundred of those firearms were manufactured and they sold out within two minutes. Not two surprised. Minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Seriously, that's not a joke. I'm not exaggerating. That's what the original email said, that it sold out in two 
minutes flat. So you've got to kind of be on it, right? They all sold out. <laughs> DanielDefense.com. And like I said, I had a, a great conversation with a pilot who was uh, catching a hop on my flight today to South Florida. And he saw my Daniel Defense shirt and said he had uh, a bunch of them, to which I kind of felt like lying to him. Well, I got more than you. Huh? Uh, I got six. <laughs> you got four. And you can't prove I'm lying. <laughs> did you break out the uh, the um, North American Arms Mini and said, uh, do you have one of these? No, because I well, you're on the plane, obviously. Bag, right? yeah. <laughs> if I had done that, it would have been, oh, no. It would have been a different You'd have been show reading today. About me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a different show, all right, and it would have made news. Okay, so. So I want to go back to this uh, quickly because in, in perusing some of this uh, DOJ thing, um, and I want to I want to correct. I th- I'm not sure if I made the statement or not, but let me just go a little bit deeper. The guy lost his case. What he did was he was indicted by a federal grand jury and he pled guilty. Then he challenged his indictment, arguing that the law that prevented him from owning the gun that he was indicted and convicted on and pled guilty to was unconstitutional. Like, uh oh, hey, I want a mulligan. I need a redo here. That was unconstitutional. Yeah. He lost that case in federal appeals court, which is important to point out. And then was appealed to the fifth? Well, what happened was after he lost in federal appellate court, which held that it was more important for society to keep guns out of the hands of people accused of domestic violence than it was to protect a person's individual right to own a gun. After the Supreme Court issued its Bruin decision, which, as we know, changed the interpretation, okay, as to how, and this goes into scrutiny. We don't have time to get into all of that, basically. But the appeals court after Bruin vacated his conviction. Now, were they asked to do that? I don't know. I don't have any idea. Yeah, was there a motion to vacate that was... uh... I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. That's why I want to do a little bit of digging. I think we'll wait until Sunday when we can get a little bit more information here because it's important. It's, It's an important conversation. The court ruled that the federal law that prohibits people with domestic violence restraining orders from possessing firearms was not, quote consistent with the nation's historical traditional firearm regulation. That is a post-Bruin, okay, reversal Yeah, and this the is appellate court. The Lautenberg Amendment for anybody wanting to do research on it. Yeah, and then let's go to Garland here. Um, he said that the Fifth Circuit erred because, quoting Garland, it overlooked the strong historical evidence supporting the general principle that the government may disarm dangerous individuals. The court instead analyzed each historical statute in isolation. Now, Gottlieb himself has told us that not all historical views are going to favor us. He's made that clear on Armed American Radio. You know, this is one of those things, you know, you can't refuse to accept the situation, right? There were people who were barred from having firearms back in the day. And it's going to be a matter of interpretation. Here's what Garland had to say, quoting, whether analyzed through the lens of Supreme Court precedent or of the text, history, and tradition of the Second Amendment, which is coming from Bruin, the statute is constitutional. Now, normally I would tell you who cares what that moron says, except that moron today is the AG. Mm -hmm. So this is back up to SCOTUS. 
we'll follow it and like we talk about it it is a fascinating conversation i do know it really truly is. i've seen a video of clarence thomas speaking about this and he's often i i remember him saying that since when does a misdemeanor uh, restrict one's constitutional rights correct and that's true that's 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 the extent of what i've i remember him saying about that but i do remember also reading um uh a judgment by Amy Coney Barrett uh, saying that she was in favor of the restoration that, the, oh, I'm sorry, that the lifetime ban was unconstitutional and cruel and uh, unusual. In one particular case. Yeah. So, again, there's a lot to dig into here, and we don't have all that information in front of us. And lo and behold, we've only got a couple minutes left. Mm-hmm. But it does bear some looking into. No doubt about it. Sure. All right. Let, let's move quickly to the FBI. I told you the story when we started before that. <sighs> Got to have some breaking thing pop when we're live. right? Yeah, right. Well, hey. Hey, that's what we're here for. Took us down that road. What we do know, the reason I told you the story about what happened to me, if you can remember that, I'm not going to go back now and rehash that. If you were listening in the first segment, you know, suffice to say, I pulled a gun and didn't have to squeeze the trigger. And I went home alive that day. That pretty much sums it up. We know that the FBI and John Lott has confirmed are not including or not even considering what could be amount to many, many, many thousands of defensive gun uses. Mm -hmm. And there's an example in the Washington Times. Mercedes Perez crashed her car into another car on a San Antonio street in 2021, not too far down the road from you then jumped out with a gun and began blazing away at neighbors who came out to see what had happened. She killed one man, the car's owner, and wounded his wife and son before another neighbor heard the shooting, grabbed his gun, and ran onto the scene where he killed Perez with one shot to the neck. All right. Nice shot. Nice shot. Good thing. Happy ending story. Saved likely a lot of lives. Too bad for you, Perez. He went to work, and that's that. That's going to work for sure. John Lott, of course, founder of the Crime Prevention Research Center, said it's a case of a good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun. Yet the incident was left out of the FBI's database of active shooting incidents. Lott, who we may have to have him, he was just on the show Sunday. We might have to bring him back Sunday again to talk about this because this stuff is chock full of info. And by the way, San Antonio is about five hours away. Still closer to you than it is to me. So yeah, there, yeah. nanny, nanny, <laughs> wham, wham. You can fly southwest. I was over still there. right. says <laughs> uh, dozens of such incidents missing from the bureau's statistics, which he said is fueled quoting a false narrative that rarely do good guys with guns stop shootings. The FBI says the rate of active shooting incidents ended by good guys with guns is four point four percent over the years. Lot says it's thirty four point four percent. Now John's talked about this on the show with us many times. And what is wrong here, ladies and gentlemen, with just these next few seconds we have, is that the FBI's conclusions are all over the board here. And the FBI, well, it's now weaponized. And it's weaponized against gun owners. So is it intentional that these statistics are out? Or is it just how they choose to view the statistics innocently? Well, we don't look at that. We don't consider that. We don't consider that. If you look at mass shootings, the FBI's numbers are, or definition is far greater than that boneheaded leftist organization cited by every news outlet, fake news outlet, including Fox, at the gun violence archives. So there's a lot to unpack here, a lot to unpack here. We were a little bit interrupted with this breaking story that's in our wheelhouse. It's a subject that we have talked about before, that being the Fifth Circuit decision and Garland asking the Supreme Court 
to overturn the Fifth Circuit, vacating that. We'll continue to follow it. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in this hour of the broadcast in the Six Hour Studios, of course, every hour in the Six Hour Studios. And today in the second hour on the Fort Worth Army microphone, all of it is being brought to you by X Insurance. I will be back in the saddle again for you tomorrow from beautiful Naples, Florida, for the remote broadcast. Carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. (laughs) 